Hello there, my name is Johnny Rose and I'm the host of In The Know, the podcast for B2B professionals that want to beat the competition. With me today is Rich Watts, Global Head of Digital at Ketosis. Ketosis is an enterprise content management platform that enables financial services firms to reduce time to market for websites, marketing documents and content portals by over 50% and at one third of the traditional cost. Rich Watts, welcome to In The Know. Thank you. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> so, Rich, um, I probably the most helpful thing you could do for the internet audience is to just tell us a little bit about yourself about and how you ended up at Ketosis. Yeah, sure. So, um, I started my career in brand management um, a number of years ago, and over that period of time, moved from the brand management piece into digital in its early days of uh, the dot-com boom. And from that period of time, then I transitioned through a number of different sectors of automotive and consumer digital experience design. Uh, And around about seven years ago, I entered the world of financial services um, through working with crowdfunding platforms, of which at that period of time, it was quite a, a key area of development in financial services. And since then, have worked within asset management, wealth management, insurance and pensions to Uh, build out digital experiences for brands globally, uh, whether that be websites, intranets or portals and indeed many different kind of interactive experiences. So that's really where um, Ketosis sits firmly inside the financial services space where we build websites and portals and really interactive tools and marketing documents that enable marketers to create amazing digital experiences we have a platform that that serves that market now i know those of us who are operating in that asset management world will no doubt know about kurtosis's landmark reports where they do a sort of state of the union as it were or state of the landscape every year in which you poll many of the largest asset management and financial services firms and you just bring to the world your insights about what's really happening in the industry and I know you've just reported your most recent one, the 2018-2019 Asset Management Digital Marketing Report. So I guess my first question to you, Rich, then is tell us a bit more about the report, why you did it and who's in it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, our 2018 report is actually our fifth annual survey. So we've been doing it for a number of years now. We've built up quite an expansive audience over time. And uh, the the survey goes out to marketeers and sales professionals and and other people inside the investment management space. The survey generally gains around about two to three hundred responses every year, which gives us a good snapshot of what's happening in the market. And 72% of those are senior marketeers across global asset management firms. So we're really getting to the pulse of of what organizations are thinking about in terms of their digital strategy. And we we look to compare the results from previous year's findings to make sure that we can see where those trends are coming from. And ourselves obviously look to see where we can adapt and change and focus on different types of technology such as AI or recent regulation changes such as GDPR that can really affect marketing. So we're, we're using it as a barometer um, to help ourselves and indeed inform our clients about what the rest of the market's doing. And what were some of the more notable findings from this year's survey? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's always really interesting when you when you see the results come in to what, what you think may come through or what actually does come through. But I think um, for us, it was interesting to see that 45% of the respondents thought that data-driven marketing was going to be a really key 
priority for them in 2019. Obviously, that can have two meanings in asset management, data-driven display of, of asset managers looking to really give investors a, a data-driven experience. But equally, the other way, we, we, we know that marketers are looking to become much more analytical in the performance of their digital marketing activities that they're putting out into the, into the internet. Um, and obviously, from us, we see that the the GDPR piece was still very important. Ninety three percent felt that their companies now comply, which was really important considering it's a key regulation piece that's come into play. Um, and seventy eight percent of those that responded felt that the regulation piece was something that they were having to work much work much harder on and make sure that they were analyzing the the display of data they were putting out there right across the digital assets from a fact sheet to a website to it being distributed to other channels that they were having to make sure that they were they were keeping that piece in check um content obviously always a key area that we see crop up over the last five years uh content marketing has become more and more important and we are seeing a big shift for quality over quantity now, obviously, asset managers develop content um, to gain two things. One, make sure that their customers really understand what they think about investments and what their strategies are. But two, from a, a digital perspective, search engine optimization, which can quite often lead to uh, lots of content being created, perhaps not based on quality. So we're seeing a shift where Asset managers are much more focused on building campaigns out of quality over quantity. Um, and finally, I think one of the other things is that uh, for us, which is very interesting for us, 33% of them said they were using WordPress, which is the platform that we use with WordPress for Finance on our on the Ketosis stack. And many of them are thinking about using more than one type of CMS. So the term, the secondary CMS, is certainly something that we're seeing in the market, which means that... Uh, Asset managers are using a number of different platforms to deploy content out into their different channels and different environments. So I know from looking at the report, um, and uh, you know, which I'm very thank, uh, very appreciative. I got a little advance on before it was published. Was that um that the two big points from the respondents was the area of personalization and targeting, and secondarily AI and machine learning. These are two spheres of interest which uh, um asset management firms are, are looking into, and they're both very big topics. And I was just wondering, first of all, what did your report? I suppose could could you talk further about the personalization yeah. aspect? Of course, yeah, 62% said that personalization and targeting will be a key priority for them in 2019. So that's a big, big uh, shift in, in the market in terms of what, what the focus is. And 43% of them thought that AI and machine learning was also going to be a key impact for financial services marketing in the near future. So we th we're definitely seeing the need for asset managers to move beyond kind of base camp in terms of their digital strategy and now start to think about how they are using a much more intelligent experience that they serve up for that end user when they arrive at their website or log into their portal that they are being served things that are truly relevant to them. So definitely personalization and targeting is is really top of the list for, for most asset managers that, that we've spoken to this year. 
And I guess to the second topic of interest, which I saw, and I guess it's one which is very close to Idios Heart, as it's what we do for asset managers, is that what did the report reveal around the sphere world of AI and machine learning? How are asset managers thinking about that and to what end are they using it? Um, from an AI and machine learning perspective, it's certainly a hot topic for 2019. 30, 43% of them um, are choosing this as an area that they think is going to impact them over the coming years. What we know is that AI is becoming more powerful, and we're especially seeing many applications coming out in the wealth management space and robo-advisor space that are using AI technology specifically to drive the investment choices that um, those asset managers are providing funds for inside those platforms. It's also being used to help predict customer behavior, reduce you know, financial fraud, sp suspicious behavior, and ultimately a good way of verifying and getting much more intelligent information about how the customer is responding to different types of content that they might be served and making sure that becomes uh, a much better experience. Obviously, EDO is, is, is something that certainly achieves that that we see in the market with some of our clients that use it. Another, so uh, apart from the report, I was just having a look, you have a, a really interesting blog with very forward-thinking articles and very instructive articles, and I was having a little look at some of Kurtosis's predictions for 2019 and the trends that you're seeing, and I kept on seeing the word omnichannel. I saw omnichannel marketing as something that was emerging. I never tend to think of asset managers really using that kind of language, the idea of omnichannel experience. I used to tend to think of more consumer retailers or people in that sort of space. What 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 does omnichannel mean in an, in an asset management or wealth management context? What where are you seeing what what does it mean first of all? And I guess secondly, where have you seen good examples or best practices of brands doing that well? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting term, and I mean, it's been around for a long time. And, and for us, it mean for us, it means about you know centralization and consistency of an experience that wherever you uh, experience an asset manager brand, that you, you're getting the same type of information and the, t the same experience, which can be very different for many asset managers, and it's a challenge for them as they as they start to grow their digital footprints to become truly omni-channel. I think it's a trend that certainly caught our attention. You know, many of the banks are focusing on on this trend, and we found you know some of the well-known banks such as J.P. Morgan, Fidelity, in terms of asset managers as well, you know, created their own applications that sit in Alexa, and um, and they're obviously having to think about how do they create that consistent message, whether it be on Alexa or whether it be on their website. Uh, you know, certainly a fascinating fascinating area that we're looking at, and you know, something we'll certainly be considering looking at as we. Um, run our next survey in 2020 to, to see whether that, that starts to resonate across the industry in, in much more depth. Uh, Rich, you, a little earlier you mentioned the idea of data-driven marketing. It's just something you just brought up in passing, but it's something I'd like to sort of investigate momentarily. What what do you mean by, just like I was asking, what do you mean by omnichannel marketing? It's very easy to get sort of bogged down in these sort of buzzwords or these kind of new phrases. What does data-driven marketing look like in, in your context with the clients you're serving right now? Yes, yeah, so data-driven marketing, I guess, is a, is a, is a two-sided thing, and you can kind of talk to asset managers about it in two ways. One, the data that they are looking to deploy out to the market about the performance of their funds and how does that become a much more rich interactive experience using advanced, for example, fund compare tools or constructing hypothetical portfolios uh, to compare against their the customer's current investment portfolio. Um, or it can be about 
data-driven marketing in terms of really understanding the types of content that you're creating and how it's performing for you in terms of its end-to-end ROI. What's its return on investment in terms of generating traffic, generating shareability, and starting to analyze that as which messages and which types of content really achieve um, stickiness with your organization and ultimately conversion into the point of growing AUM. On that point of ultimately growing AUM, I think a lot of people, particularly those who are charged with doing content marketing at particular firms, sometimes struggle with knowing what to measure exactly. They know that they have to deliver research and and big content and and little pieces which are more consumable, but they're not quite sure what they should be measuring or where they should be measuring. Are there any sort of instructive, just an instructive framework you could give to listeners who are perhaps struggling with measuring the ROI of content marketing in their context? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of ways to kind of create measurement. And obviously, that can happen really at a page level on a website. So depending on what types of analytics you're using, using, you could be using Google Tag Manager, um, and creating different events in the page that uh, analyzing how far people are scrolling through, um, what call to actions they're taking inside that content. So you could run a poll inside an article that encourages the user to read the article and make their own judgment about what their opinion is of it. So it's about creating that next layer of interactivity inside um, that content experience, which I think really helps at, at one level. And the other really is what happens off page. How much is it being shared into social media? How much are other um, relevant niche news channels picking up on your content and how well are you distributing it out there so it becomes part of your off-page content strategy for search engine optimization and ultimately growing inbound leads into your website which uh, is really the for many the end goal of having really detailed content strategies is to grow traffic to the website and as a result of that gain much more interaction with those users that attend to be able to capture their email address drop a cookie and be able to know who they are track them and create again a, a further niche experience by starting to use market to automation and other tools to to create uh, a deeper immersive experience based on their own preferences as they browse brilliant that was a, that really helpful sort of tidbits there of how listeners could begin to get more from the content, understand where it's going, who's looking at it and, and to what end. I guess now coming up to our final question right now, Rich, and it's the show is called In The Know and it's all around just enabling B2B professionals to, um, you know, to, to have what one up on their competitors as it were. So my question to you is as someone who has been at least seven years in the asset management financial marketing world, built up a wealth of experience working with some huge clients with Ketosis, my question to you is really if there's one thing, one actionable tidbit or a good book or a website or whatever it might be that listeners could do to make sure that they are in the know to improve their professional knowledge what would it be is there a tactic or a tool or a book or a site that you would go to to improve yourself as a b2b professional yeah i mean you know without wanting to blow our own trumpet the ketosis blog is actually really quite a good immersive experience in terms of information about what's happening in asset management we are updating um content on there and reports and analyzing what's happening in the market of digital across asset management and wealth management on a daily basis really and we have many guides that can help uh, content creators digital marketeers just think about 
how they are using technology and how they are building relationships with their prospects and customers through digital. So I would recommend our blog. Certainly a good place to start. And it certainly has a lot of information referring you out to other useful resources and other sites that we use as points of reference for ourselves to, to build our own knowledge. Good man. So you heard that, everyone. Check out Kurtosis's blog if you want to be at the, the bleeding edge of asset management digital marketing. Well, Rich, thank you very much for giving up your time today and look forward to hearing from you soon again on the show at some point. Thanks very much, Johnny. In the Know is brought to you by Idio, the content intelligence platform. To learn more about Idio, go to www.idioplatform.com.